Do you like to go to open houses sometimes or model homes just to see how things are decorated? Or maybe when you're walking your dog at night and people have their lights on and the curtains open, you're looking in their house to see how it's decorated. Not in a creepy way, guys. Not in a creepy way. You have the blinds open and it's light inside and I just want to see how your house is decorated. That's all. Because sometimes getting ideas by looking and see what other people are doing gives you um, some great ideas to, to decorate your own home, right? Well, you can also decorate your mind with your thoughts by trying on the thoughts of others. So in this episode today, I have Heather Lawton back on the podcast, and we are talking about the importance of thoughts and how these thoughts actually lead to results in our lives, whether that's in our business, in our personal lives, thoughts drive everything. And we're sharing our most impactful thought from 2023 and what thought we're taking with us into 2024. And as a special guest, we have quite a few of our elevators sharing either their most impactful thought from 2023 or what thoughts they're taking with them into the new year. And I am really excited to give you guys the opportunity to try these thoughts on, to see what kinds of thoughts are leading to incredible success for others so that you can adopt similar thoughts in your life and business. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Hair of the Dog podcast. If you're a pet photographer ready to make more money and start living a life by your design, you've come to the right place. And now, your host, pet photographer, travel addict, chocolate martini connoisseur, Nicole Begley. Hey, everybody. Nicole here from the Hair of the Dog podcast. Welcome back to another episode Today, we have a really special treat from you because it's not just me and Heather. Um, well, actually, you know what? I'm just going to start this off with this might be the most important episode that we've ever created, period, hands down, done. Um, Heather, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. And I actually really believe that that's true. This yeah. is really, really important and absolutely critical to your success, period. Yeah. This one thing that we're going to be talking about today is 100%, yes, 100% responsible for your successes and also your challenges. Now, it's not to say that if you get this under control that you're never going to have challenges. You're always going to have some challenges, but you're able to flip those challenges into wins, into non-revenue victories sometimes, if you will. Go back and listen to that episode. Um, but this is basically responsible for everything about your life. <laughs> basically, yeah. Not to, see, not to seem lofty, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Good, the bad, the ugly. This is what we're talking about. And these are what's going on between the ears. These are your thoughts. This is your self-talk. This is the stuff, the chatter that's going on in your brain, whether you're hearing it or not, it's there. I guarantee you it's there. And it is your biggest limitation. And once you start to get control of it, you are going to start to see things just serendipitously happen in your life. And you're not even going to recognize it. Um, and today, actually, so we want to dig into talking a little bit about why these thoughts are so important, because you've probably heard, heard us say, talk about thoughts before, but you're like, how important can it be? So we're going to dig into that. And then we also have a special gift for you because we have some um, high, what's the word I'm looking for? They're getting stuff done. Yeah, they are. Um, our elevators. And we asked them to share either a thought that brought them success in 2023 that they adopted in 2023 and the outcome of that, or 
what thought that they are going to take into 2024 and the outcome they're going to have from that. I'm not going to say the outcome they expect because if they hold that thought, they're going to get that outcome. So stay tuned. This is going to be such a great episode. Um, but first, Heather, let's dive into how these thoughts actually work. Like, why is it so magical? Yes, of course. And I believe that you are one, just one, mm-hmm. one. thought away from a completely different business in life. Completely. I have a mountain of evidence in my own life, in your life, in the life of my clients to prove this to be true. Because your thoughts, the ones that are coming up for you automatically, they're usually negative and they are absolutely your limitations. So I'm talking about leveraging your limitations via your thoughts. Your thoughts create your results period. Whatever you're thinking ultimately becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. For example, if you believe that no one in your area will pay your prices, you're not going to find clients, but it's not because they're not there. It is because you can't see them. You are blocking them with the thought that they don't exist. How could you reach someone if you don't believe they exist? It doesn't even make sense. Well, yeah. Are you actually going to go out and do the work to market your business if you don't actually believe they're there? Why would you waste the time? Why would you do it? You're not. Can I throw this out? I think people think they're marketing their business. Mm. Because the people that I hear say this, not the people, that sounds terrible. But oftentimes, photographers that I hear saying this um, think that they're actually like, well, no, but I am marketing my business. But... Well, I would, I would, you know, I would get really curious when somebody says that I would ask them to tell me more. What does that look like to you? But Mm -hmm. also you could be taking action that you think is marketing your business. But when it comes from a place of disbelief that those Mm -hmm. people exist, you, you're not going to reach them or find them because they're not real in your mind. They don't exist. Mm -hmm. So how could you? So there's something that I teach and elevate. I'm certified in the model. We've talked about it on the podcast previously, but it's worth looking at again. So the model says that there are circumstances and events that happen in our in our businesses, in our lives. And then we have thoughts about those circumstances. Those thoughts lead to our feelings, our emotions, which drive our actions mm-hmm. and our actions produce our results. Therefore, if you just look at this from a bigger picture, thoughts produce results because Mm -hmm. they drive feelings and actions. So I want to give you a really simple example, just so you can see how this works. A circumstance might be that you're not getting inquiries. So So you're getting zero inquiries or one inquiry or just X number of inquiries. That is the circumstance. That is the circumstance. Now, if you were in a court of law, they would say, yes, that is true. <laughs> That's actually an important point because when somebody tells me they're not getting inquiries, I'll say, okay, how many did you get in the last month or six weeks? And they might say one or two. Oh, okay. So you're not getting zero. Yeah. Because there is a difference there. So you're right. In the circumstance line of the model, it has to hold up in a court of law. It has to be the truth, the facts, and nothing else. Now, most people will tell me things that they think is a circumstance when it's actually a thought. Mm. So I work with my clients, Nicole, I kid you not, multiple times per day cleaning this up. That we think that something is just 
this is the way it is. And it's a circumstance. And I can show them through, you know, questions and curiosity and conversation that actually the circumstance is this. And then you have thoughts about it. Okay. But let's say a person is getting zero inquiries. Then I can put that in the circumstance line Mm -hmm. of the model. And then a very common thought would be nothing is working, Mm -hmm. which makes sense. Right. If you, Mm -hmm. I mean, if there are zero inquiries, I I don't think it's unreasonable to think that nothing is working. Now it turns out it doesn't serve you and we'll get to that, but this is not an unreasonable thought. So I'm not suggesting that you shouldn't think this. Maybe you should, but if the thought is nothing is working, how would you feel? Um, I feel pretty hopeless and it's like, well, what's the point of doing anything? Hopeless. Yep. Another one might be defeated, you know, pick mm-hmm. your emotion. <laughs> Everybody's mm-hmm. might be different, but I like hopeless because mm-hmm. that makes perfect sense. If I don't think anything is working, it makes sense that I'm going to feel hopeless. Well, when you feel hopeless, what what do you do or not do? Well, yeah, you probably want to do any of the actual marketing steps that would make a difference. You're probably going to say, see, I am marketing because I posted a picture on Instagram today. Yes. And nobody's calling me. See, it's not working. See, it's not working. Nothing's working. So in the action line of the model, I like to probe and ask people from the feeling of hopelessness, what do you do? And then I have a column of like all of the things they do. And then a column of like, okay, what are you not doing? So you're not marketing your business. You're not getting out and meeting people. But some of the things you are doing, here's one, you're ruminating. Mm Mm-hmm. You're ruminating and you're feeling badly that nothing is working. You're also procrastinating. Mm-hmm. You're not taking action because you don't think anything is going to work, which again, if you follow the logic, it, it makes sense. Why would I work if I think nothing is working? Right. I'm not going to work. Like, of course not. But then in the result line of the model. So if the thought is nothing is working, the result is, <laughs> wait for it, nothing works because you didn't create anything that could work. Mm-hmm. So the mm-hmm. thought became the result. It is fascinating. I look at models all day long. I help people break them down. We reverse engineer models. The model is just everything in life and business. It has the people in Elevate talk about the model all the time. They say it's, it's been the number one key to their success to first of all, recognize how they are self sabotaging mm-hmm. because they, and, they, and it comes back to their thoughts every single time. Yeah. Can I take this a little bit further? Please. Can I add a sprinkle of woo on this? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Um, And we know, you guys have heard of the law of attraction. There's several universal laws. And like we are energy that emits a frequency. And when you are ruminating and feeling hopeless or nothing is working and you're ruminating and staying in those thoughts, what are you attracting into your life? You are attracting more of that. Like the only way to get out of that is to feel better, to feel excited, to feel hopeful for your business. And how do you do that? You change the thought. So on a quantum physics level, that's what these thoughts are doing. They are changing the energetic frequency of your body to attract new things. Um, Heather, I know a little bit more about energetic frequency because I'm holding the spoon right here. <gasps> what? You guys, you guys can't see it right now. This is a teaspoon that is. Flipped in four loops, four loops. Um, 
we'll talk about the thought that I created with this. But um, at the last uh, BBD Live, I just went, we raised $115,000 for the Hair of the Dog Conservation Fund. What? Amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, one of the things we did is Jenny led a group meditation to help us bend reality and a spoon. With your brain. So you, with our brain. You get in a meditative space and the space and the metal literally turns to rubber and I twisted it around. It was unfreaking believable. So if you don't believe in the power of your thought, I have physical freaking evidence <laughs> that our thoughts are really powerful and our brain is really powerful. And there is a frequency and energy like we're atoms. We are made up of atoms. The spoon is made up of atoms. That is all mostly space. It is all an illusion. I don't know how deep you want to go with the like holographic universe theories. But um, anyway, the that thought, is fascinating. The lead it all. <laughs> yeah. And for the record, I am an extremely skeptical mechanical engineer over here looking at that spoon that's twisted and like, there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> that's what my well, brain first, says. So, okay. You guys will have to go to YouTube to see these videos. Um, the first one that I did this summer just folded in half. And so then my logical brain, my, you know, A in physics and college brain said like, Okay, you know, it was long, there was more leverage and, you know, torque, so it was easier to bend, it's skinny. Like, maybe when I got in a meditative state, I just was able to use more force than I thought I was using, even though it felt soft when it bent. And then as soon as I dropped into like, oh my God, I'm doing it. It got hard all of a sudden when I got out of that state. And then I got back in and it got soft again. Um, But I was like, all right, maybe my mind was playing tricks on me. But there's, there's, there's no force to do this. My mind is playing tricks on me. I for can't sure. wait, you guys. We're going to do another episode once I actually get Heather to bend a spoon. So if that happens, it will be a miracle because when I'm so skeptical. When that happens. But, but you know what's funny about that is I absolutely like, I believe in what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe that we, because what you're describing is the fact that we become a magnet and we mm-hmm. either attract terrible things and nothing Mm -hmm. is working or we attract awesomeness. So a magnet is either attracting or repelling, Mm -hmm. right? Depending. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that. I believe that when you are in, um, in Elevate, I did this training. Oh my gosh. We got to, we got to talk about this one. It was so good. It was high value cycles versus low value cycles. Mm -hmm. And when you are in a high value cycle and your thoughts are good and you're, you're taking good action from a place of positive emotion, you are attracting more awesome into your life and your business. And that's being in a high value cycle. But many of us and self-included, you know, fall into low value cycles. And you you know, the only difference is like, I just catch it faster. And I ask myself, how can I think better thoughts to Mm -hmm. produce better feelings for the action? You tend to go right into this action line. I'm going to do all of the action. We call you action girl. But you have even started to embrace this like, well, yeah, but my thoughts really do matter. I can't. No, 100%. Just, I just mm-hmm. can't go straight. And so when a photographer comes in to elevate, they really just want me to tell them what to do. And yeah. I always say, I will be happy to give you all of the checklists and tell you what to do. But I promise you, it is not going to work if you believe that nothing is going to work. Mm-hmm. You have to shift the thought. Thoughts. Yeah. Create results. Yeah. And I want to share my thought because before we get to the the elevator's thoughts of the year, I want to get to my thought of the year, which you helped me shift. And it has been a game changer. And I think talking through this um, can actually 
help uh, others as well, because they might say, well, but I don't believe these better thoughts yet. And here's the thing. Um, sometimes you have to start with like the court of law, what actually is truth. So my biggest challenge in my life for the past several years has been living from time scarcity, like deep in time scarcity. There is never enough time, too many things I want to do. I'm excited about too many projects, spread myself too thin. Um, never going to get success because I'm doing too many things. <clears throat> too much time, never going to catch up. Lots of stories. Those were a lot of thoughts. <laughs> a lot of thoughts right there. <laughs> so I had a coaching call with Heather. And we basically shifted it all. And I've got to say throughout this year, rarely have I dropped into the physical space of overwhelm because I just remember this thought. When I start to feel myself going down the path of like, of that spiral of, oh, nothing, I'm not going to get things done. It's too, not enough time, but I took on too many things, blah, 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 blah. I was like, nope, go back to this thought. And I was like, it's like a, it's like a keystone, just like centerpiece. It changes, it literally changes the, it, it changes my, um, my state, like my nervous system. It like calms my nervous system when you start to think of this state. Um, because our thoughts, affect our body. Just think about when you guys dream, if you have a stressful dream, you wake up, your body thinks it's real. So these thoughts that we're talking in our head, your body thinks it's real. So then there's all these health, not even going into that too, of like living in this constant cortisol stress cycle. Our thoughts matter. So anyway, the thought was, well, and we, before you share that yep. thought, I want to just remind everyone that you can listen to this coaching call. It's episode 183. It was about nine months ago. We had this conversation. Mm, Nicole had kept coming back to me over and over and over again and over and over. I wasn't a fast learner, Heather. (laughs) With this thought that there's just not enough time. And she had so much evidence to show me that this is true. So here's another, I just want to add this before you share another Mm -hmm. tricky thing about thoughts is you might think it, and it actually might be true. The thought might be true, but it doesn't always serve you to think it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we'll look at a thought and we'll poke holes in it. We'll be like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. That's not even true. You know, and it becomes almost laughable and it's a little bit easier to reframe. But what we do there is we move from an unintentional model into an intentional model where we create better thoughts. But sometimes the thought is true and you're like, how do I get past this? Well, I don't, I don't care if it's true. If it doesn't serve me, I'm just not going to think it, or I'm going to try to find a thought that is equally true, or maybe I don't believe it yet, but I want to believe Mm -hmm. it. That's important. You didn't believe this, Mm -hmm. but you wanted to, and then you shifted. So tell us about that thought. Yeah. So you were starting to say, I forget what the other ones, you have to listen to that episode, but Heather's like throwing out all these things. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. Absolutely not. I was like the most difficult client. And she's like, can you agree that you have five hours a day? I'm like, yes. And then she, cause I always talk about how I like want to work 20 hours a week, 25 hours a week. She's like, and isn't that exactly what you want? It's like, Correct. <laughs> that was a light bulb moment. Mm-hmm. So now, uh, like I, I just, I know my thought is I have exactly five hours a day, or I don't even say exactly. I have five hours a day and that's exactly what I want because there's five hours a day. Both kids are out of the school or out at 
school out of the house and they're older. That's not like they're hard to take care of anymore, but we've got to drive around. I can't really record stuff. If everybody's home, the dog's barking, they're in and out, you know, it's just busy. Um, and it's, that's fine. And that adding on, that's exactly what I want. It's like, Oh, okay. Right. This is what I want. And it shifts everything. It shifts my feelings. What is your feeling? Well, then it's just like, Oh, uh, it's a feeling of, of gratitude Ooh. that I'm working from home, have this flexible job, not working. Like I can't imagine. I definitely wouldn't have time to have my horse. I wouldn't have spent as much time with my kids. I wouldn't be able to travel with my family as much as I do. Wouldn't be able to travel and teach all of you guys through workshops and stuff. Um, if I had a full-time 40 hour week out of the house job. So this Um, is exactly what you want. Exactly. So it leads to gratitude, which then um, that's the feeling. Then my action is just like, all right, let's schedule. Let's schedule the week. What's going to happen this week? What's most important to happen this week? And I have let go of the feeling of uh, frustration when I can't get all the things done because I'm never going to get all the things done. And I've accepted that there's just a rolling, there's a rolling list and there's always going to be things on there that just aren't a priority. And that's okay. So I want you to imagine for a second what it's like to operate your life and business from a constant state of frustration versus gratitude. And stress. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. It totally shifts everything. And it's not, and you were feeling frustrated. You were still, obviously, you're a high performer. You're achieving things. You're getting things done. But what a difference when Mm -hmm. it comes from gratitude versus frustration. Yeah, 100%. And you just look at then just the, your your nervous system and your physical response to that is completely different. You know, I was living in a point of just like, go, 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 stress, stress, stress. Right. Um, you know, not having time to take care of myself because there was no time. How could you? Know, you? So, there was yeah, no time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is a really common one I hear a lot from photographers, especially those that might still be working a corporate job, mm-hmm. is they'll they'll latch on to this limitation of time and they are not willing to let this limit go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they believe it to be so true. In fact, well, I wasn't willing. I wasn't, you, you had to work for that one. <laughs> I did. I did. You put my skills to the test, but when you had the realization, it wasn't me telling you it was your own epiphany. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You realize, oh, wait, this is what I want. But so for people who say, no, 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 but Heather, you don't understand. I work a full time job. I have 18 kids. I homeschool. I do all these, you know, like whatever it is you have. Uh, okay. You have exactly enough time to get done the things that you want to get done. And you could decide if this is just a decision. It's a choice. You could decide to be frustrated, overwhelmed and defeated because of your thoughts, or you can choose a better thought. And you can feel better about it. But sometimes people want to hang on to their crap. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's where they're comfortable. Right. Because it's known. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. The devil you know is better than the one you don't. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So what was your biggest thought breakthrough in 2023? Well, let me tell you about my limitation. I <laughs> am a simple person, Nicole. <laughs> you you can manage complexity and risk a lot better than I can in this. Okay. Look, Oh, Heather, it's a thought. I know kidding. I know. Don't coach me on myself. I know. Okay. <laughs> but, um, I had some anxious thoughts. I exhibited some, um, you know, one might call anxiety in, in the past, in the 
past years, decades, my entire life, whatever. And one of the things I would tell myself is that I couldn't handle more than like one big thing a week or like one call per day or like, so like, for instance, photographers will tell me, you know, I can only handle one session a week. Maybe it's two sessions, whatever it is. Like you have this like limitation and, and listen, and sometimes and sometimes that's real and needs to stay in place because of the season of your life you're in and you do have to take care of yourself. Yeah, okay? 100%, 100%. So there is a practice here of discernment, understanding when this needs to stay this way and when you maybe need to challenge the limitation and see if you can leverage it. And my thought is I'm always going to challenge the limitation. If I find out that the limitation is is real. Like for instance, I'm a wedding photographer. If I say in the summer, for the most part, I can only photograph one wedding a week. Well, actually sometimes I could do two, but in general, that's like a real limitation because Mm -hmm. people tend to get married on Friday and Saturday, sometimes Mm -hmm. Sunday. So that's like, okay, well, that's just how it is. But what I'm talking about here is like, if I were teaching something, um, you know, a, a couple hour training class for you or an Elevate, if I had that on Thursday... I would be insane about my schedule that week. I would keep it mostly open so that I could, you know, think about preparing and prepare and thinking and overthink Uh the uh thoughts on that. Because, um, yeah, the, what's the rule that basically the time will expand. The task will take as much time as is allotted for it. (laughs) So I couldn't imagine actually one of my clients said to me yesterday, she's like, Heather, I can't imagine doing two IPS sessions in one day. And I oh, said, I can imagine that because you get paid twice in one day. Correct. <laughs> I said, well, we, we were talking about something slightly differently. I said, we're going to come back to that thought because I want to challenge that thought. But it's very similar to what I was mm-hmm, thinking. Mm-hmm. I can only have one major, one major event per week. And during any given day, one call, maybe two max, because I just couldn't handle it. I don't know how I would do that. I can't imagine doing that. Like just. Thoughts that weren't serving me, but Nicole, I truly, honestly believed that was just the Yeah, I know. I just (laughs) thought, erroneously, but I thought that that's all I could handle. So about a year ago, I started really working with my coach on this because I wanted to grow. I wanted to expand. I wanted to learn. And and I just felt like this was a self-imposed limitation that I could maybe leverage. Could I leverage this? And the thought I came up with is I am increasing my capacity for complexity. Yeah. That one thought, one thought changed the entire trajectory of my life and business. I am increasing my capacity for complexity. So what happened was I started like testing that, you know, so I would book two things a week. What? Two big things. Mm-hmm. I would I would schedule more calls per day. I would mm-hmm. keep an eye on my energy. You know, am I mm-hmm. am I really pushing myself past my capacity or is my capacity actually unknown to me? Mm-hmm. Because I haven't pushed it far enough. You have not oh. tested the fence in Jurassic Park. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Zap. No. Okay. So, I figured out much to my shock and surprise that I could handle way more mm-hmm. 
than I originally thought. You know what this reminds me of is if you are in any type of exercise program, the trainer will often say your body body is capable of so much mm-hmm. more. Oh, yeah, our your mind, mind stops it well before. Yeah, yeah, your mind is going to say stop, stop. That hurts, and your body can actually do one more rep. So I I took that same logic, I applied it to my life and business, and I just constantly kept telling myself that. In the beginning, it was challenging. I wasn't sure if I really believed it. Can I really do this? Are you sure? And then I just kept winning. I just kept figuring out that I could. And now it's so funny because I I wonder if Heather from two years ago would look at my schedule right now. She would probably faint. Uh I mean, she couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle it. It would be like, you're killing us. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. And I I look at this schedule now and feel totally in control, confident, at peace. And it's very busy, but I've increased my capacity for complexity. Yeah, I love it. So I'm fine. And so I also want to just point out that you and I both use two different strategies for creating that belief in that new thought. Mine was, I'm starting right here with like, this is what is. Like a lot of times you'll see this in people that have poor body image and they're just like, you know, can you find something you love about your body? They're like, no, I hate it all. Can you agree that you have a body? Yes. Okay. So like you might have to start there. And then yours is I am increasing. I am growing. I am becoming. Um, Because that is believable. We can all believe and it's not I want to. You can't use I want to because or I am. you're not. Yeah. Yeah. And and I am say if I am is not like if you are I am capable of complexity, you might you wouldn't have believed that at Correct. first. Correct. Um, so if you can't believe the I am statement, then you have to start with like I am becoming, I am growing, I am whatever. Um, but just don't use want because that want kind of like subconsciously means lack. So um Awesome. I love that. All right. Let's share our 2024 belief real quick for this year. And then let's get into all of our elevators beliefs. What's okay, yours? Do you have yours? Have you thought about this? I sure have. Ooh. What a is it? A girl that can bend a spoon can do anything. I love that. I love that mantra. I have this from years ago when we mm-hmm. built our homestead in the middle of the woods. It mm-hmm. seemed impossible. I said a girl who could build a homestead and could do anything. Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah, I love that. I think everybody should have a personal mantra like that. Mm-hmm. Look look at something that you did that you even surprised yourself by, yeah. you know, something that you accomplished and then use that as your mantra. I think yeah. that's Yeah. And for this one, it it for me it um like anchors the fact that like there anything is possible. Like there's so much Clearly. magic that we don't understand. Yes. Um so it it helps shut down any sort of self-doubt. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm always looking for new thoughts to test and try on and sometimes and elevate what we'll do. Oh, and I mean, what we're doing with this episode is like asking people what thoughts are serving them because you can borrow, you can borrow someone's thoughts Mm -hmm. and you can see where somebody is having success and you can be like, Oh, and and they tell you, they tell you, Oh, I'm increasing my capacity for Mm -hmm. complexity. I want you to try on that thought for yourself. I want you to borrow any of the thoughts that you hear in this Mm -hmm. episode. Just try thinking them. How about Mm -hmm. that? It's can be that simple. Okay. So moving forward, I've had this thought for a little while. I want to expand on it a little bit more. And that is, this is so simple. So please don't overlook it. Everything is working. Mm -hmm. Period. 
No, there's no conditions on that. There's no like, everything is working if I work. Everything is working if the, no, no, no. There's no conditions. Everything is working, period. When I think that, I feel really excited, inspired, hopeful. And from that place, I take action that's aligned with my goals and then I get results. It's really that straightforward. But I was teaching this in Elevate last week. No, actually this week, everything is working. And I said, listen, I know that sounds simple and it's like, oh, that's just something you say, but I I have proof. Listen to this statement I came up with. I'm probably gonna have to repeat it because you got to track with this logic. All work works. It's mm-hmm. either working for me mm-hmm. or on me. Mm-hmm. The work that you are working on that's not working for you will work on you until you become the person whom it could work for. Oh my gosh, I love it. So it's basically like you're getting the result you want or the lesson you need. And exactly. like you're growing, like everything is happening for a reason. So all work yeah. works mm-hmm. means when I say everything is working, mm-hmm. I did not say everything is working perfectly in my favor, 100% right. Or 100% everything is working time. exactly as I expected. One right. To. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Uh-huh. I'm right. being, this is very, because I think when people heard me say that, I think there was maybe a slight misunderstanding that mm-hmm. I'm saying everything is, everything Coming I touch turns to yep. gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not it. So if you wanted to expand the thought, all work works. Mm-hmm. So every, so even when the people who are taking all of the action that are saying nothing is working, that's actually a lie. That's not true. All work works. Everything is working because it's either working for you, you get results right away, or it's working on you and you get results later, but you will get those results because mm-hmm. it all works. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Boom. Love it. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, we've kept you guys here long enough talking about our thoughts, but I hope you found a lot of value there. And I know that you're going to find a lot of value here with our elevators sharing some of these thoughts. As Heather said, which ones resonate with you? Which ones feel good? Try it on, write it down, put it on your bathroom mirror, put it on your computer, integrate that thought into your life. If you don't believe it right now, work on I am becoming, I am growing, whatever it is that you need to put in front of it in order to have that thought just become part of you and work from that place. And you'll be amazed at the results. And just for the record, I'm always compounding these, meaning I am still telling myself the thought that I'm increasing my Mm -hmm. capacity for complexity because it really has served me and continues to serve Mm -hmm. me. So now I'm just adding on also everything is working. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, And if you guys would like to check out Elevate and get in there and get your own thought rework. (laughs) We Um, just had someone in Elevate hit their first 10K month ever. And a couple months ago, she did not believe that was possible. That's what this thought work does. Yeah. Well, just it's been unbelievable the number of wins people have been posting of a lot of them have been revenue victories, but some non-revenue victories as well. But those non-revenue victories lead to these revenue victories that people are posting because it's coming up to the end of the year. So super proud of all of our elevators. If you want to be part of it, head on over to www.hairofthedogacademy.com slash elevate. Reach out to myself or Heather if you have any questions. Um, And in the meantime, let's roll those elevator thoughts. Hey there, Amy Hodson here from Wander Pet Photography, and I am so excited to share my favorite thought from 2023 with you. That thought is that there are people who are ready, willing, and able to pay me. 
It's something that you hear often in our Elevate group. And Heather helped to plant that thought into my head very early on in the year. And not just that thought alone, but with the visualization that there was a line of people waiting outside my door that are ready, willing, and able to pay me. That thought helped me raise my prices confidently twice this year. And it's actually morphing as I go into 2024 to... I am a waitlist photographer. So not only are there people who are ready, willing, and able to pay me, but my calendar will be so fully booked for 2024 that I'll have people actually on the waitlist excited to jump into a calendar spot as soon as I have it available for them. Those are my favorite thoughts from 2023 and what I have going into 2024. See ya. Hey, it's Jess Vlasic with Bark and Gold Photography based in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And as I move into 2024, the major thought I'm taking with me is let it be easy. This isn't about laziness or passivity, but rather a conscious decision to simplify, delegate, and release the burden of having to do everything myself. For far too long, I operated under the belief that only I could do everything in my business. Every task felt monumental. Every decision was like the most important one I'd ever make. And my to-do list never seemed to shrink. I knew this relentless pursuit may not only be impacting my productivity, but also taking a toll on my mind and body. Through introspection and an intentional shift in perspective, I've come to understand the power of letting go. I've learned that holding on tightly to control and responsibility can be counterproductive. By simplifying systems, streamlining processes, and embracing delegation, I'm creating space for greater ease and flow in my life. Simplifying systems means eliminating unnecessary steps and complexities. It's about automating repetitive tasks, decluttering my physical and digital environment, and focusing on what truly matters. This might involve finding the most efficient and effective way to achieve my goals, whether that be collaborating with others or just saying new to tasks that don't align with my priorities. Delegation is perhaps the most liberating part of letting go. It's about recognizing that I don't have to do everything myself and trusting others to contribute their skills and expertise can be incredibly beneficial. I know, even I'm surprised by this. But this has allowed me to focus on my core strengths and frees up valuable time and energy. Now letting go, well, it comes with letting it be easy. But that doesn't mean achieving instant gratification or avoiding challenges altogether. It's about creating a sustainable path forward, one that acknowledges my limitations Ugh, I don't like that part. But it helps me respect my well-being and it allows for joy and fulfillment along the way. It's about trusting the process, embracing the unknown, and allowing life to unfold with a sense of grace and ease. And who wouldn't want more of that? So as I step into 2024, I carry this mantra, let it be easy, with me as a constant reminder to simplify, delegate, and release control. It's a commitment to myself to create a life that is not just productive, but also joyful, fulfilling, and sustainable. Hi, I'm Ina from Ina J Photography based in Canberra, Australia. So my thought in 2023 was get out there, meet people, tell them I'm a pet photographer and make an offer. I've actually been getting out and about more. I am getting more word-of-mouth referrals this year. It's been working for me. I have gotten um, clients from people who 
I met out on dog walks or out and about at the shopping centre. So I'm going to keep doing that. And also in 2024, um, I really want to work less and make more money. So, yeah, um, those are my thoughts for 2023 and what I'm going to bring forward to 2024. Hi, this is Diane from Dogs in Focus Photography in the UK. My thought for 2023 was that I'm an artist and I deserve to be paid well. And this was my first year in business, my first three year in business. Uh, and this thought had me bring in uh, £45,000, uh, which is $27,000. Uh, um, so I thought uh, it was a good thought. And uh, um, expanding on that thought, my, um, my thought for 2024 is going to be that I, I only need to double this uh, to reach uh, five figures in my business in 2024. Another thought that I had, and it was actually borrowed uh, from uh, Grant Cardone, is that um, you have to take massive actions. And um, the sign that you are taking massive actions is that you create uh, uh, new problems for yourself. Um Following this thought, I booked uh, a lot of um, marketing stuff for 2024 already. And I don't, I, I now don't have the problem that I don't know what to do in each month. My problem is that I don't know how to fit in uh, all these pieces so they, they don't interfere with each other because um, uh, a few of them are uh, charitable marketings, raising money for different charities, and I definitely don't want them to interfere with each other. But that's a whole new problem. So finding the clients is not going to, do, to be the problem in my, my first three months of the year. My problem will be to spread out everything um, sensibly so they, they uh, don't interfere with each other. And then I just need to do the sale and double my income next year. Thanks so much. Hi, my name is Monica Adelsteinson of Papa Me Photo. I have two thoughts that I've been writing down and carrying with me in 2023 that I will definitely be carrying with me in 2024. So my first thought that I've been writing down every day is that I am a 100K photographer. And that has come true. <laughs> Last year, I made barely... $30,000 in photography this year, I've already hit my 100K. So super happy with that. Amazing. These thoughts work. Write them down every day. It works. <laughs> my second thought that has helped bring a lot of calmness is I, I like to tell myself that every day I'm taking action towards my goals. And what that means for me is that that action can be rest. That action can be just sending an email. It can be doing my marketing. It can be what I want, but it's action that's taking me to the next step in my business. And that just brings a lot of calmness. Even when I'm resting, I'm like, I'm taking action right now. This is great. Thanks for listening to the Hair of the Dog podcast. This was episode number 223. If you want to check out the show notes for access to any of the resources that we mentioned, simply go to www.hairofthedogacademy.com slash two, two, three. Thanks for listening to this episode of Hair of the Dog podcast. If you enjoyed this show, please take a minute to leave a review. And while you're there, 
don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss our upcoming episodes. One last thing. If you are ready to dive into more resources, head over to our website at www.hairofthedogacademy.com. Thanks for being a part of this pet photography community.